Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Grussman, and I'm just overjoyed today to bring to you our state librarian, Colleen Eggett, because we're going to be talking about an online library that's accessible throughout uh, the state that is just incredible. It's at online at onlinelibrary.utah.gov, and it's actually Utah's online public library. Uh, Colleen Eggett, thank you for being a part of Utah Weekly Forum. Oh, thank you so much, Rebecca, for having me. I'm thrilled to be able to talk to you about one of my very favorite resources in the entire state of Utah. And really, it's more important than ever before right now, because so many of us are trying to stay at home. You know, and it's true. And and um, as I've shared with people, as li- libraries and story time and reading and books has always been not only a part of my life as a little girl growing up. I have memories of writing my little lady Schwinn to the library, and then you know checking out the maximum book and putting it in a bag amount of books and writing that home and just having books transport me to another place. And so I've always had this affection for libraries. And then when my children were little, if there was a reading time or a story story time in any community library, we would get there. And and I love that sense of community that we feel in a library as well. But with the pandemic, we had the shuttering of the physical buildings of so many of the libraries. So that's where the Utah's online public library comes in. Tell us a bit about all of its resources and, and how we navigate accessing that as well. Well, this is just such a great resource for all of the citizens in Utah, basically, because anyone can have a public library card and then go into that public library's website and go into their electronic resources and come up with all of these different things that we have on Utah's online public library. For example, we have e-books and e-audiobooks. People are loving those right now. It's, the circulation is at an all-time high, and I'm sure you can appreciate that. We had well over 30,000 uh, people checking out materials this last uh, month because, of course, as we're staying at home or maybe even when we're driving in the car, we can download something, put it on our phone, and then um, listen to it as we're driving or read it, read it as we're in a doctor's office or anywhere else we are. And so that's one of the main things that we have are ebooks and e-audiobooks. They're very, very important, and they have been all along basically, because people like the portability of it, just like you love to go into a library and read a physical book. Well, I do, too. And, and yet I that, also love... 
Yeah, the digital uh, format, that idea of audiobooks, didn't mean to interrupt, but times have changed, right? So now great stories are accessible in so many different ways, audiobooks. One of them, a neighbor of mine, uh, Colleen, um, in the evening, dad goes out with the kids in the jacuzzi and they choose a book and they listen together for that hour time. Just quietly in, you know, family time, but again, accessing the adventures that that storybooks can bring to you um, if it's an audiobook. Exactly. So this is just so important. And of course, we have ebooks as well that you can read on your phone or your iPad or your any kind of device that you would care to do. And uh, the difference is that these are very premium resources. They're, they're the best-selling books. They're the really popular books. It's something that you might see on, on TV or, or somewhere else. They're just the items that people are really, really looking to get. And so that's what's really fun about them. I just love to go on Utah's online public library and uh, check out a book through overdrive get it sometimes i have i need to put a hold on it but even if i do my hold list comes up and then i'm able to just access some of the different things that are on there and i think it's very rewarding now to you, be able to do that now you mentioned overdrive so is that app mm-hmm. um is that the app that makes it possible to download that ebook and then also read it on whatever portable device um, we're using Yes, and that's a really good question, Rebecca, because what a person wants to do is go into their marketplace and download the Libby app, L-I-B-B-Y. Libby, of course, for library, obviously. Ah, there you go. And so you download that Libby app, and then you put in where you're at. Let's just say you're at the American Fork Library, and so you or American Fork. And so then you put in your American Fork Library card, and then you get access to all of the things that are available uh, through Utah's online public library. And it's actually quite a consortium. All of the public libraries put into this, and then all of the, the public libraries get something out of it. So each each library is putting in, and so that makes it so that we have just a lovely collection of resources through OverDrive. It is very, very popular. People are just loving Loving doing this. Now, the Libby app that we download um, to be able to, you know, take advantage of these ebooks. Uh, d- does it give us access to children's books in addition to, you know, the full spectrum of of, of different type of of literature out there? Yes, as a matter of fact, it does, and that's a very good question because we've got this great children's buyer who buys all kinds of really great children's books, the things that the children are loving to read and listen to at this time. And so there are really things for all ages. You can get something for a very small baby or all the way going up, all through the reading years of elementary school and the high school and and all the different levels. You can find uh, different things for for all of those age groups. So it makes it very appealing, I think. Absolutely. And especially when you mentioned that, you know, you'll find bestsellers there as well. You said sometimes mm-hmm. you'll put an ebook on hold. Does that mean that ebooks have a limit of how many can be downloaded at one point? Just like, you know, traditional printed books, there would be only a certain amount that were in circulation? 
Yes, it does. And so that's a good question. A lot of times what I do, I'll take the very popular books. I just know that I'm, that I'm going to love to have this book, and I've got to wait for that. So I'll put that on hold. I can have 10 holds at a time, and then I'll be waiting for that one while I'm reading another really popular book and just wait for those that are super popular but there is a big enough uh, collection of materials. There are over 50,000 e-books and e-audiobooks on Overdrive, so it makes it very easy to find something. I'm so delighted. We are joined right now, by the way, by our state librarian, Colleen Eggett, and we're talking about Utah's online public library. It is open. It is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and your access is your local library card. And I should ask for people that are hearing this, Colleen, and saying, you know, I knew that there were ebooks and the libraries, but I haven't been taking advantage of it. Or, or if there's someone who doesn't yet have a library card because they've moved in, is there a way right now to request a library card? Yes, there are. Um, almost all of the public libraries in Utah, if you go into their website and request a library card, they will process that for you and get you a library card so that you know that library card number and you can just put it in to the system, and then you can start downloading ebooks and audiobooks. And the beauty of it is, is this is available to everybody in Utah 24 7. Um, and so it's a lovely resource, really, uh, that's available all the time. Well, and I'm thinking about uh, as well, you know, with your partnership each week, I've been reading a children's book and we've called it Rebecca's Reading Club for Kids. And um, and it's been you know brought to you by the Utah's online public library. And what it also inspired me to do when I first learned more about the online public library is to share that, yes, p- parents right now are teachers <laughs> and they are, you know, uh, caregivers and they are workers. And there's a lot that they're juggling. There are some really powerful resources on Utah's online public library that help with education. Can you explain to us a bit more about Learning Express Library? Oh, Learning Express. Yes, that's one of my very favorite resources. Um, This has things for students and academic people. It's got all kinds of um, test preparation things and career certification uh, preparation things. It's got things for people of all ages. Let's just say, for example, you wanted to brush up on your reading skills or your child wanted to brush up on their reading skills. Then they could go into Learning Express Library and uh, find all kinds of things that have to do with reasoning, writing, grammar, vocabulary, spelling, uh, just all kinds of things. And then as a person might be preparing for college, they could take an ACT test or an ACT, an SAT test or another kind of advanced placement test. They can do all this. It would be a practice test so that they can get really, really good at it. And then once they go to actually take their real test, they will be all practiced up. They even, uh, Learning Express even has things uh, for graduate schools, like, for example, to get into a grad school, you might need to take the GMAT or the LSAT. Or GRE. Or the mm-hmm. GRE. Sure. Uh-huh, all of those different things. And so a person could take a test preparation course through through Learning Express and then be able to 
be very prepared when they when they take that GMAT test on their own. I'm, I'm really glad. Wow. I just wanted to say I'm really glad that is there because not only as I preface the beginning of this interview with our state librarian, Colleen Eggett, I was talking about, you know, children and, and, and literature there. But what a role uh, these this type of preparation can give to adults when we've been in a time of a little bit more job insecurity and concerns in the future that you can, you know, work on those skills right here through Learning Express Library or prep for, you know, an advanced uh, placement test that will help you further your education and career development. So just wanted to say I I thought that was extraordinary. Yes, I think that it really is. Another thing about Learning Express Library is it really prepares somebody to uh, prepare a resume, uh, to do some job interviewing skills, um, things like that. Uh, and and that is, so if we go to Utah's online public library, which, by the way, if you've just joined us, the website is onlinelibrary.utah.gov. You get access through your library card. When we're there, we can then directly link to the Learning Express library. Exactly. That's what we can do. So there are all kinds of things that students are going to be able to take advantage of that are in the K-12 environment. There are things that uh, the college students are going to be able to take advantage of, and there are a lot of things for adults, too, especially those that might be looking to improve their job their job skills. And you mentioned uh, younger children, uh, younger students, I should say. So if they are needing to improve their mathematics skills, uh, you know, arithmetic mm-hmm. or multiplication or division, and a lot, you know, I'll just say generationally, I wasn't taught the new math, you know, those things. So it makes it difficult uh, to teach younger children because they've learned a different style. There is resor- There are resources there on those academic skills on Learning Express Library. Exactly. So that's what's really fun is that there is really good skill improvement available, especially in writing and grammar and math and reasoning and vocabulary, spelling, science, all of the different courses that a student might be doing throughout their usual school experience. They could go on to Learning Express Library and do something online and get some extra help. That's extraordinary. Tell me about Creative Bug. Oh, I love Creative Bug. It's <laughs> Just really the name wonderful. itself. <laughs> this is, exactly. This is every person's, well, I don't know. This is my personal dream because you can go on to Creative Bug and it's all about arts and crafts, basically. And so let's just say I wanted to learn a new skill. And my husband and I were talking about that just the other day. Gee, this would be an excellent time for me to pick up a new hobby. And so I can go on to uh, creative bug and look in their hobbies and crafts center for example and let's just say i wanted to learn how to oh watercolor how to how to paint with watercolors then i could just go on to that and there are all kinds of uh courses that a person can take online that have to do with how to watercolor. It might be perspective drawing, it might be how to prepare your palette, all of these different courses that are just so fun. I can learn to knit. I think the kids' crafts are very, very interesting because you might think, well, it's almost Mother's Day. What can we do to celebrate Mother's Day? Well, maybe your children could go and write 
choose out a kid's craft that has to do with something that they could give to to their mother, and then they could uh, just go ahead and do it. And it's very, very fun. There they're are well-developed and creative resources that are just there, and you're going to actually learn something with all of these different creative bugs uh bug resources. This is so fascinating to me because, you know, we mentioned Mother's Day and then there'll be Father's Day. But the truth is every day right now, because we're staying home in such large numbers, is family day (laughs) or, you know, uh, we're all together. So all of these projects and crafts that are accessible would be fantastic as the kids are, you know, this is very difficult for children. If, you know, anyone has visited a third grade class, how, you know, the wiggles that they've got, the desire to be creative, it could be kindergartners, right? It could be uh, 11th graders and mental health professionals talk about how this change is big for children, adults. We've seen a lot and we've done a lot. It's hard on us, but we have a few more coping skills sometimes to kind of go with it. But this is all new for kids. So having them develop creativity and get into these artistic uh, projects to me is just fantastic. I was reading, okay, so not only could we learn to water, color, but with the creative bug classes, we could learn to make jewelry, bake. Exactly. Uh huh. No one would know how it turned out, but we could learn to bake, right? Um, <laughs> sewing. I mean, a lot of people are picking up crocheting and knitting. I know my husband, six years ago, I gave him a used saxophone because it had been a lifelong dream. He'd never, ever played one before, but he thought it would be great. And he picked it up six weeks ago and has been, you know, downstairs an hour a day using this time to develop a hobby. And it is, it takes what can feel confinement into and transforms it to creativity time. And that's really powerful. And then there are things for everybody, really. There is such a robust STEM type of uh, type of area on the website. And I just think that adults and children alike are really getting into the science, technology, engineering, and even arts and math. But It's not just for one gender or for another. Everybody can get into these things. And there's model building, for example. A lot of the kids are really going to get into that. Um, And there are things about outdoor recreation, for example, or just so many of the different things. I just think that it's fun to just be able to get into it and maybe actually uh, learn something that would be a new hobby. Or activity. Yeah, it's almost to me, it's like a virtual museum of creativity that that is sitting right online at onlinelibrary.utah.gov. You know, when you you have that sense where you open up the doors and then the ability to learn and discover and explore and research are all there in one place. Are the STEM projects included within Creative Bug or is that in another place on, on Utah's online public library? Yes, they're included in Creative Bug. And another thing to know is that Creative Bug is open to everybody. There is no there is no hold list or no waiting whatsoever. You just go on to your library's website and then go into the Creative Bug area and then you can just be able to do something with that. For example, I can click on to robotics and I can see all kinds of things that I can learn about robotics and just go into those and um, maybe learn something new. 
Uh, and and that, again, for those who have just joined us, this is the State Library in Colleen Eggett, and we're talking about the resources that are available online uh, through the public libraries in the state of Utah. Um, we have about four minutes left, and I wanted to make sure that people also had um, some of the information about our, our local newspapers. I mean, there's there's lots of lots of resources online as well, right? Exactly. There are a whole lot of other things that are on Utah's online public library that we haven't even gotten into. But one thing to know is we've got a real nice set of premium uh, newspapers, both all the local newspapers uh, throughout Utah and also many of the big uh, national newspapers. Like, for example, you could get on the Wall Street Journal or um, the Los Angeles Times or just some of the different uh, newspapers like that. So that's interesting, too, because you can get onto these through Utah's online public library for free, where a lot of times you need to have a premium subscription to just be able to get onto them on your own. I also um, wanted to find out, tell me about some of the genealogy resources or for those who want to discover more about their ancestors that is available on Utah's online public library. Oh, yes. I'm glad that you said that because this is a very, very popular thing to do. So a person can go onto Heritage Quest, which is on Utah's online public library, and look up things about their ancestors. For example, you can get all of the census records fully online, or you can get all of uh, different genealogy resources uh, through Heritage Quest. And so... Like, for example, if I wanted to join the Daughters of the American Revolution, I could look at original sources and figure out whether or not my ancestor had ever participated in the Revolutionary War. And if they did, then I could apply to be in the Daughters of the American Revolution or Sons of the American Revolution, and it would be based on the information that I got on Utah's online public library. And uh, people really like Heritage Quest. For one thing, it has different resources that might be on some of the other genealogy databases, uh, like Ancestry.com. So it's sort of nice to be able to see what one set has and what another set has, because they're uniquely different. Yes, and then you're actually, it's complementary, isn't it? Complementary research. Right. Mm. And, okay, mm-hmm. for those who just joined us again, this is our state librarian, Colleen Agate. I welcome you to Utah Weekly Forum as I get ready to say thank you for this time, Colleen, because I know this is a busy time for all. Again, this is a free resource, Utah's online public library. And what is the best way for us to get access. The website is online, library.utah.gov. But for those who might have just tuned in, what is the best way to get initial access to online, library.utah.gov? Well, I think the main way to get in is through your local public library. So you go to your local library's website and click on their the resources that they have available basically. And then also, if you want to get ebooks and audiobooks, I feel like if a person would download the Libby app, L-I-B-B-Y, then go into the public library and go from there, then you could get those just on your app on your device. 
That's terrific. Colleen, thank you for joining us on this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum and explaining the world of adventure and knowledge and education and experience and fun and creativity that all sits online with Utah's online public library through the Utah State Library Division. Thank you for joining us. Oh, just thank you for having me. It's been such a joy.